Hey there, I'm Melissa Batt, the host of Priorities on Purpose, a podcast for overwhelmed direct sellers who want to grow their income, audience, and influence without sacrificing their mental health and main priorities. Whether you're just starting a new adventure or you're 15 years in and have already climbed the ranks, I want to help you have the life and the business of your dreams. Can you see it? Can you feel it? Or maybe you thought you had it and something changed. Whether you have your entire dream mapped out or have completely given up on all the possibilities, I'm here to remind you that God is bigger than the little box we put him in. This side gig is part of his plan. It's not your sole purpose, but it absolutely has purpose. As a Christian life and business coach, I'm here to help you get out of your head and live with intention so you can enjoy what matters most without the guilt. More time to do what you love, more peace, more impact, more money, and opportunities to give to those you wanna help. I promise to be your hype girl, business bestie, and biggest cheerleader as I share proven and simple strategies that will be sure to help you live a fulfilled life with a strong, sustainable business. Are you ready to stop chasing all the shiny things and get laser focused? Put your earbuds in while you're cooking dinner or folding that laundry and let's get to it, friend. This is one time when multitasking is actually gonna be beneficial. Hey, hey, welcome to another episode of Priorities on Purpose. I am your host, Melissa Bat, and the thing that I'm going to talk about today, which makes me a little nervous, I'm not going to lie, I'm a little fired up. And so without further ado, this is an episode on, are you ready for it? All the things that you should not do in your business because it's going to sabotage it. Basically, that's what we're going to be talking about. All the things you're doing wrong or could be doing wrong or should not be doing in your business. Don't do the things that I'm talking about now or, you know, depending on how it comes out of my mouth, it might be the opposite. Do these things. But you're going to know. Okay, so grab a pen and paper because we're going to go on and get started right now. Are you ready? I hope so. Okay, so. First things first, going to talk about something that I feel like is a little controversial. And it didn't even occur to me. Well, let's let's just go. I'm I'm just gonna spit it. Appearance. So one thing that I'm gonna say is we had our breakthrough intensive a couple weeks ago, and this kind of came up through me coaching one of my clients there. She was getting ready to do her photo shoot because that was something I offered. They got a professional photo shoot. It was amazing. I love it. I got to tell you all about the intensive in another episode. But so she got ready to do it. And she was thinking of like her ideal client is like a hot mess mom. And well, she planned on getting pictures of looking like a hot mess. And I told her we had done a whole lot of like avatar work, which I call your loyal lifer, your ride or die, right? It's your loyal lifer. So we did a whole lot of work on that. And she knew that her loyal lifer was someone who was discouraged, felt defeated, had a lot of insecurities, wanted to be invisible and questions herself all the time and has a hard time advocating for herself and for her children because there's been a whole lot of trauma, okay? And this is why she is struggling. Like, she questions. 
She doesn't think she's a good mom. She doesn't think she's a good person. She thinks she's garbage, basically. And so in that, when she was getting ready to get her photos taken, she was really kind of struggling with like what to do. And I told her she, in her photo shoot, she doesn't need to look like the hot mess mom because the person that she is going to be connecting with, they don't need to see that because they are that. They get that rather easily, right? And so instead, she needed to present herself to give them hope, the inspiration. They are a version of her before she has gone through and done the work. So when they see her, the goal is for them to see themselves in her in the future, right? And so this is what was a huge aha for her. And I loved it because I hadn't really thought about it for a really long time, but this got me on a whole other little thing with some other coaching clients. And um, so we're going to go into that more. Okay. Are you ready? A little nervous. Okay. So fun fact, (laughs) this is kind of embarrassing, but I'm going to tell you anyway, I want, and I've shared this on social media before. So if you follow me, you already probably know this, but I once used a selfie of myself for a training I was going to be doing for a whole group of direct sellers. And in the selfie, I was making a funny face. I looked like I was half dead and big old fever blister. And my thought was I wanted to be relatable. I didn't want them to be intimidated by me. But what it did was the complete opposite. They saw me as one of them therefore why should they trust anything i say and not everybody because not everyone will judge your appearances like that but the good majority of people even though we don't want to we do and so today on a coaching call i was talking to a client and we were talking about her social media presence and i'm going to get into this uh, (laughs) social media again in a second and you're going to be like, okay, Melissa, you definitely brought it. But I'm trying to be gentle because God has given me the this gift. It's a fruit of the spirit and gentleness is something that I can have. And so I'm, I'm trying really hard to be gentle. It's his strength, not mine, because that has not come natural for me. Okay. So I was talking to her and she had done a live video and she She kind of looked like she was homeless. And I told her that sometimes we can afford to do that and consider it relatable. Yes. And I think that I have gotten away with it a little bit more because when I started coaching, I already had an audience. Like I had been showing up professionally for years and growing this audience. And so it was a little bit easier for me to just show up and be real and still have success. But that is for my current audience, not my new audience. And again, when you're using social media, the goal is to get outside of your circle, right? And if you're trying to get outside of your circle, doing a reel or, you know, going live or whatever, the goal is for that to be shared with people you don't already know. And so people who know her know that she's awesome. They know that they should listen to what she has to say. But the average person who doesn't know her, like there's nothing in 
a couple of, you know, the one that I'm talking about right now where like, oh, that's going to make me stop my scroll. It's not going to make me stop my scroll. Therefore, I don't even take a second to listen to what she has to say. He's like, she don't even know what she's doing. Right. And I know that's harsh and we don't want to think that way. But this is real talk. These are the things that could be holding some of you back. And so I told her if she wants to charge for her services, she's starting a coaching business and she's now a coach. And if she wants people who don't already know her to hire her, she has to show up in a way that people will be willing to throw money at her. And if you look like a homeless person, you know, most people run away from the homeless person. They're more tight-fisted with their money, right? Like, is this an alcoholic? Like, don't even get me started on that because I am someone who I'm like, if God tells me to give someone money, I'm going to give them the money. And if they need to go to the liquor store with it, that's on them. I did my part. So yeah, don't get me started on that. So I had told her, I'm like, show up like you did for the photo shoot. When you can show up and really just stand with the confidence and your posture is just different, right? And so when she shows up like that, her energy is completely different. And, you know, she's now at that level. She knows what she's saying. She has her message. And I told her today, I was like, you know, I think she was struggling a little bit because she was like, dang, I can't believe this is what's been holding me back. And I was like, I'm not saying it's what's, you know, there, I wouldn't say it's what's been holding her back, but it is something that we now need to work on because her message is crafted. She has her message. She knows who she's speaking to. She has everything she needs. She's a great coach. I would recommend anyone to work with her. And now it's just about getting people to stop their scroll and be like, ooh, she looks like she knows what she's talking about, right? And it is superficial. And I would like to think that we don't have to be like that. But take it from me and the mistakes that I made, it does matter. And you don't want to waste those opportunities when you have them. Because again, your message can be great. But if you don't get them to stop their scroll, your message isn't being heard or seen. And so what does that look like? That looks like being presentable, have your like good posture, leaning in. Energy makes a big difference. In the Success Lounge, I have done quite a few masterclasses on like live streaming and literally the name of one masterclass is called stopping the scroll. The whole point is to stop the scroll, whether it's in your images or your captions or your live video, it matters a lot. So I told her though, that I would much rather work with, it's a whole lot easier to, you know, polish yourself up to be a little bit more presentable than those who are still struggling with their message. Because there's a lot of people that know they're supposed to do something, but they don't have the clarity yet. And if they don't have the clarity, their message is a little circular. It's kind of all over the place. One minute they're doing this, the next minute they're doing that. And so I told her it was really good that this is the only thing she really has to work on now. Like she is so, so close. And so now she's going to work on, you know, putting a little makeup on. And again, you don't have to do it all the time. And that's what I told her. I'm like, Sometimes, like, okay, for the record, there are a lot of times when I look homeless on social media. Mm, I know this. And there are times when something is better than nothing. 
And for me, that is where I come from. Like I told her, I don't want the thought of her appearance and maybe a lack of being polished paralyze her because I would much rather her show up as she is on a day when she does, you know, maybe she don't have time to do her hair. Maybe she don't have time to do her makeup. Maybe she is just rolling out of bed. Maybe she's in the bed. Y'all have seen me. If you follow me on social media, I do stories all the time for my bed. Anyways, I told her not to let that paralyze her because the goal is to show up, but she's already showing up. And so now like, let's take one more step. And that is to really pay attention to our posture. And I don't mean posture as in, you know, sitting up straight, although that does help, or leaning in, but also just like presence, your online presence. And that matters. The other thing we talked about was captions. So she said that she doesn't really care what the person looks like. She'll normally like pay attention to the caption. And if the caption looks like something that she would listen to or be interested in then she'll stop and watch it and she didn't care what they look like and i was like okay that's fair because i mean that's that's good that's how we should all be right but so then we went and looked at some of her captions and her captions are like very vague says nothing and definitely doesn't make you stop want to stop your scroll so again just pay attention to it show up as your best self If you want someone to pay you money, they are going to need to know that you are worth that money. And, you know, sadly, appearance matters. And again, I'm not, I don't want this to discourage you or to paralyze you because, you know, showing up consistently is what it's about in the beginning. Once you're showing up consistently, it's like, okay, maybe I could put a little lip gloss on or change my shirt. There are a lot of times when I have a cute shirt on and jewelry and I'm in my pajama pants because nobody online sees me that way. And then also online and in person, right? Because not all of us want business online. Some of us want in-person business. And so how we carry ourselves and show up in person also matters. Again, you just do your best. If you're like me and you are struggling with depression and anxiety and some days you're just like feeling like a champion because you just got out of bed, as long as you get where you need to go, that's a win. And so don't twist my words and don't use my words against me. Baby steps, wherever you are. Some of y'all just need to be showing up. Some of y'all are ready to take that next step. Wherever you are, be intentional and recognize that if you want people to pay you money for whatever your offer is, people have to like, know, and trust you. And you should be, here's another little nugget for you, giving 10 times what you want people to pay. So 10 times the value, okay? 10 times. Moving on. Um, Rushing. We're going to talk about rushing for a minute because, again, this is where I see so many people like you want it and you want it yesterday and you know God has called you to do this thing and why isn't it happening faster? Listen, been there, done that, totally understand. But I also want to give you a little love and say like, if it normally like takes others 
a while to make money in their business. Why do you think you are any different? And I know that's a little harsh, but I'm just saying. And also, so many of you think that people should just pay you all the money right now because you're offering to coach them when you haven't even been showing up. You haven't put in the work. You haven't been giving the value for free. You need to give 10 times the value, okay? And so showing up consistently, there are some people that you will be coaching for free through workshops or just, you know, in DMs, or maybe you want to offer free coaching or, or through your podcast. Like there will be people that will follow you and be on the fence about hiring you for years. That doesn't mean you give up on them. Because at the end of the day, if you are especially wanting to coach, it needs to be something that you could, you would do it even if you didn't get paid for it. Because it needs to be where your passion is. And some of you, I think you're so desperate for the income and it, it has you in this lack mindset and everyone can feel that energy. And because of the rushing, you feel like if you can't do this today, you may as well not do it at all. It just takes time and you have to commit to it if you want to do this and make money as a coach. The other thing that I think is really interesting is that, again, my best advice, I think, for anyone who's starting out and wanting to coach is start showing up consistently coaching for free. I coached for a really long time for free. I didn't even know you could make money doing it. I've been doing this my entire life. Love it. I coach all of my friends, my family. And I literally, my coach, my coach that I paid money had to have me write a post-it note and put on my desk that says no more free coaching because it was an issue for me because I was struggling with worth and didn't feel like I was worthy of being paid. So I had the opposite issue. Like I would serve all day long for free. Some of you don't want to serve at all for free because you need the money like right now. And listen, there were times when I needed the money right now. I didn't want to talk about it. I didn't want to, you know, of course, we don't want to talk about it when there's some money issues, right? But people can feel it. When we sold the gym and was able to pay off all of our debt, I am telling you, like, I think I got six coaching clients within two months because the pressure, I wasn't feeling that pressure and I didn't necessarily need the money although I really you know like this is my business I quit my direct sales business that was making a whole lot of money to go all in on coaching I definitely had my husband in my ears saying like are you going to be making money anytime soon like you used to make a lot of money and now you're just spending money because I'm also not afraid to spend money I will spend money if it's necessary and I talked about that in the last podcast episode so again, another thing that I want to talk about is like the, the quick fix. You want it and you want it now. And so you spend all of this money on ridiculous things that isn't necessary. Take it from me. I totally understand. This is one thing that I, 
probably every single coaching client that I have had, I save them money immediately because once they tell me all the stuff that they're spending money on, I'm like, yeah, don't need it. Don't need it. Don't need it. Don't need it. And so stop trying to get the quick fix by buying all these little gimmicks. And also stop trying all these new things when you aren't even showing up consistently. Just show up. Like my best advice for anyone who is starting out is just start doing a live once a week on a topic. If you can have a topic per month, that makes it a lot easier for you if you have a brain like mine or one each week where it's, you know, a different topic each week, whatever. But have a topic and then go live once a week. You don't even have to do anything else. Just start showing up doing that without expectations. And normally I am telling you, like, be expectant. Yes, your heart posture matters. But like, do not be selling. This is just to serve because you need to get on your hands and knees and get a little dirty. You can't just expect people to throw money at you when you haven't even been serving them consistently. I know I feel like I've said that a thousand times, but I'm saying it again. And also for the love. This is a true story. I love and adore this friend of mine who's also a Breakthrough Challenge member. <laughs> and as she listens to this, she's going to totally know it's her. She sent me this, this DM and it was basically like someone she follows talking about social media. And it was talking about like different things like reels and carousels and stories and all that. And she's like, what's a carousel? And I was like, girl, it does not matter what a carousel is. This is like not a, you are not ready for carousels or reels or like no, she had no business doing any of that because she wasn't even showing up at all online. Like just keep it simple. You don't have to go for all these gimmicks. And listen, I've spent a lot of money on the gimmicks. I promise you. Most of them, like, if you don't have to do it. You don't have to. I would say that it was beneficial for me to spend the money just so that I can tell you it's not necessary. You don't have to have a website. You don't have to have, like, a big fancy email service. You don't have to have, gosh, all the, like, funnel things. You know, you don't need to have someone to teach you, like, all the copy and, you know, the sales page, the funnels and all of that. I did all that. I now know it, but you know what? I barely use any of that and I'm still getting coaching clients. I'm telling you, you will just trust me. It's not necessary because if God has called you to coach and that's who I'm talking to in this episode, if God has called you to coach, he already has the people for you. You, you know, I, I go back to when we, I, I use this example a lot. I go back to when we sold our house, the fancy house that we lived, we lived in when we first moved here to Kentucky. It was what I would have thought was my dream house. It was amazing. Had the curb appeal. It was fancy. Biggest house I've ever lived in in my entire life. It was gorgeous. I thought that was going to be our forever home. Turned out it became it was a nightmare it was just a nightmare well you bit at that and i knew we had to put it on the market and i was terrified to put it on the market for lots of reasons number one moving is uh, right up there in stress level 
as death and divorce. I had just moved less than, I, I'd say maybe less than a year. It had been right out one year. Like I had just gotten out of the funk, gotten myself together again. And I was like moving, I cannot move again. You know, so I had to really deal with that. And I was just starting to kind of get on top of things. And the thought of having people like having to clean the whole house to have it show ready and all of that when we were living in the house exhausted me. But I knew we had to put it on the market. And so in this, I was like, okay, I'm going to get it staged. We had barely like, I feel like the rug was pulled out underneath us shortly after we moved into this house and so i had been in a very dark depression like i had barely even moved in and i was like okay i'm gonna need to get this staged because lots of reasons but number one i was like i need this to sell quickly and i was trying to put all of this effort in to make it go faster and i remember god saying like you don't have to do that like i'm gonna sell this house for you you don't have to spend all this money on these these things. But I did it anyway. I didn't end up hiring someone to stage it, but I definitely went to like all of the places to to get. I mean, I bought new dishes because we had the glass doors and people could see that. So like I wanted pretty dishes and, you know, I bought new rugs and I bought a lot of new stuff. And do you know the day that we put it on the market? We had someone interested. They were like looking for a house exactly like ours. Y'all, they're the only people that saw our house and they bought our house. God did not need me to stage it. He didn't need me to have it looking fancy. None of that. It could have been a looking like a dump, even though that would have killed my pride. Although I will say they probably saw quite a bit of the dump because did not get the, I'm telling you, it was a big house. The downstairs basement where my boys lived, like it was a mess and the garage was a mess. They definitely saw some mess, but God didn't need me to go through all of that and spend all that extra money. He was going to do it for me. I just needed to get out of the way, you know, and so I spent a lot of unnecessary money and a lot of extra time and a whole lot of energy and a whole lot of stress worrying about it when god's like i got this i just need you to do your part and show up and so that's what i'm telling you today like you don't need all these little fancy things you don't need to be on every single social media app you don't need to have fancy copy and a copywriter and the most perfect graphics and and all of that yeah i mean some of those things definitely help you can do some of that on the cheap that's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. But most of the time, it's your pride that has you thinking you need that. And God doesn't want you. He doesn't want to deal with your pride. He wants you to lay your pride down and surrender it and say, okay, God, I trust you. And so that is it for this episode. I feel like I was all over the place. I apologize in advance where I talk in circles because I have ADHD. And I also stopped taking my ADHD medicine to go with all natural supplements. And I really do think they're helping, but maybe not at 11.30 at night. All right, that's it. Bye guys. 
Hey friends, that's it for this episode. If you found value, I would love it if you could take a couple of seconds and leave me a quick review. While it may seem super simple, it is so beneficial and gives me the opportunity to help more women. Also take a screenshot and share it on social media with your biggest aha today. Don't forget to tag me at Melissa Bad Official so we can connect. Thank you so much for listening. And until next time, friend, keep walking it out one baby step at a time because God's got you.